Hey guys, welcome to the Something About Tuesdays podcast. I'm your host, Phoebe Joy. Join me every other Tuesday for a lighthearted podcast to keep you company while you do your thing. Hey guys, welcome back to episode 11 of Something About Tuesdays. I'm your host, Phoebe Joy, and hi! Hey, welcome and thank you. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to our last episode with my dad. Um, I appreciate all the positive feedback and wonderful things you guys had to say. Um, This is my lovely reminder that if you haven't had a chance, go ahead and get on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and listen to the episode. Leave a five-star review. Um, Thank you to those who have. I love the comments um, that are on there. I love whenever I do get a new (laughs) five-star It makes me feel good. So, um, if you get a chance, please pop on there. However, you listen and and you know, leave a comment. Let me know how it's going. Follow me on Instagram. It's just something about Tuesdays. Um, and and leave some feedback on there. And thank you to those who've already done it. So, as I said last time, uh, we we kind of did part one was the interview with my dad. We we didn't get through all the questions, but that's okay because we ended up um, talking about how dad got saved and just his amazing story there, and that was fun. Um, and we did dad and I did take a break, and we came back and we recorded the music segment that is going to be on today's episode. And I I decided to go ahead and and tag it into this one instead of um, connecting it to the last one because it is lengthy, but like a good lengthy. Um, I still, my episodes haven't gone over an hour quite yet. Well, my mom went in, but that's okay. Um, Like I've always, I mean, for the beginning I said I want to do an hour and a half and I do, but I do think... Um, an hour right now has been pretty good as far as with my my listens and my plays. So thank you guys. Um, I did have a couple friends who were like, "Go longer, go longer." <laughs> we'll see. Um, but I did um, want to, you know, also bring Dad to another episode, and so we're gonna we went ahead and split it up and and put him on this one. But you'll still get plenty of Dad this episode. Um, I'm gonna, you know, just kind of run through a couple of things that I had in my notes that I thought about, and then I'll bring Dad right to you guys. So let's go ahead. Um, so this past, past week or so, I was thinking about life hacks, right? And I have one life hack. I know I say hacks like I have a bunch of them. No, I have one <laughs> that I thought about, which it's my own personal life hack. And I have to remind myself to do it. And I have to make myself do it. And that is to put things in your car when you think about it. Right? Like if you have something that you need to take to work the next day, or if you're like, oh, I want to remember to give that book back, or I want to remember to give those dishes back, go ahead. And when you think of it, just go ahead and stick it in your car. Just put it there. (laughs) Because so many times, and I know I'm not alone in this, I have thought about and been like, okay, All right, tomorrow morning, I'll remember to grab that and put it in there. Oh, I'll remember to grab the extra bag I need for work and and put it in there. I'll remember to get my gym clothes and throw it in there. I'll remember everything I'm supposed to do. And come come morning, you guys, you know, I'm rushing. I'm I'm always like, oh, got to grab this, that, this, that. And then I just remember the essentials when I do remember those. And then I'm out. And then, of course, like halfway to work, 
that's when I'm, I remember, oh yeah, I was supposed to grab that bag. I was supposed to return that dish. (laughs) And so life hack, when you think of it, put it in your car. And so I've been doing that. I've been trying to like definitely practice to make sure, like as soon as I think of it, especially if it's the night before, like just whatever I'm doing, just stop what I'm doing really quick, run and get the thing and throw it in my car because it's much better to just already have it in my car than, than to, you know, the next day believe that I'm going to remember and then not remember at all. Um, and even that's like, I've had a moment where I was like, okay, well, I'm going to come back home. I'll grab it then. And then I'll go to, no, y'all, that doesn't work either. Um, cause it's just more convenient to already have it in your car. So you don't have to make that extra trip if you don't need to. I know, I know this, some of you guys, you're already thinking like, Well, duh, Phoebe. You know, like we do this all the time. (laughs) This is not new to us. Um, But it is (laughs) a relatively new skill that I am practicing uh, of putting things in my car when I think about them to already have them ready for, for whatever it is that I need it for. So if you are a friend like me, and the struggle is real, you know, remembering things and putting things where they're supposed to be, just do it when you think about it because you will forget um, and then you'll 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 thank yourself later. So that's my little life hack. If you guys have any life hacks, please let me know. Um, I love little things like that. I say little things, like I said, for most people, it's common sense. <laughs> but sometimes I just have to think about it. It's kind of funny because it reminds me, one of my um, fave teacher friends, I love having her in my life because she very quickly can see like the simplest solution. And I'm going to give you guys a story <laughs> and please do not judge me based on the story, but it, it's just, it completely kind of like just shows how sometimes I'm so a big pictured and, and that I don't think about just the little simple ways of getting things done. And so like in the classroom, you know, there's whiteboards and there's just, you know, the board with the, the tray underneath it where you would put your, um, your markers and things like that. Just all of those, all of those things. Well, I had a yardstick, um, that I had leaned against the wall and it was sort of behind some things, um, behind, I think our Chromebook card or something. And, and, and it would always fall, you know, and I would just pick it up, put it back against the wall and it would just fall. And I would just kind of continue that cycle. (laughs) Well, then my teacher friend came in and she saw me continuing to do this. And she was like, why don't we just, why don't we just put it, put it here on, on, on top of the, um, the tray where, where the chalk would go. Let's just stick it there. (laughs) You guys, (laughs) I was like, oh yeah, I mean, I guess I could do that. (laughs) And you guys, I stuck it there. There was no reason for me not to have it there other than in my brain, I guess I was like, okay, that's for, um, for the dry erase markers. I say chalk, but that dry erase board, that's for the dry erase markers. Like I can't. I guess somewhere in my subconscious was like, you can't put the yardstick on there. That's for dry erase markers. Now, were any dry erase markers on that on that tray? No. Was I using it to hold up anything else? No. But did my brain say, hey, instead of picking up this yardstick or this meter stick, I think it was yardstick, you know, 10 million times and setting it up against the wall again, why don't we just stick it on this tray? So when I say, if you have life hacks, I mean the simple stuff, feel free to give them to me because (laughs) sometimes I really don't think about the simple things. It's like my brain 
we'll go in overdrive and and just kind of think about the things in a more complicated sense that the simplest solution right in front of me does not does not always click. And when it does, I get so excited. So please feel free to leave those. Um, I you know I won't be offended. It's fine. I have other skills and gifts in other areas. <laughs> So um, please, if if your gift and skill is life hacks, send them my way. Just just let me know. <laughs> um, so another okay, this actually ties in pretty close to life hacks. I was driving the other day, and I realized I don't I don't know the best way to defrost my windows. Okay, and I say this because like I I know to click the defrost button. But I don't know whether the air needs to be hot or cold because I like I'll just I just play with it. I just turn it on and then I'll turn the air up. I'll turn it down. I'll turn it off. This happened probably like two nights now in this past week where like it started fogging up. And no matter what I clicked, I don't know what combination I had, but it did not seem to work like it would work for like a second and then it would get foggy again. And I have no idea why I just that is one thing I have not figured out. So if you have a life hack, please go ahead, jump on Instagram, leave me a message, uh, you know, find me if you're a friend, text me <laughs> for real. Um, not know, I, I, it's kind of funny. I don't know the best way to defrost my windows. Um, I know like in the winter time, okay, yes, you push the defrost in, in the heat, but like in the summer, I, I think it's the cold air. I, y'all, I have no idea. I haven't figured that out, but that that's connected to my, my life hacks. If you guys have a, a life hack, then please, you know, let me know, <laughs> um, any of your life hacks, especially when it comes to defrosting things and, and, and stuff like that. Um, and, so kind of this past week, another thing that I've, I've noticed, um, with my, with my mom and really with some other people is how amazing it is to have grace under pressure. And I say that because, um, I, I try to, you know, stay calm in, in most events, try to keep my emotions regulated, you know, all those things that you should know how to do and in practice, um, but there are times where things just happen, particularly things that are out of your control that just frustrate you. And you think, why? Like, why? Why does this have to happen? I know one time, and this connects to the story I'm about to tell, my, I was, um, you guys know, whenever I have to go somewhere, I pretty much wait till the last minute to, to like very quickly rush and get there. And so I was on my way to um, uh, one of my gym classes and, and I get to the garage and the, um, the garage door, was it the garage door? Yeah, this happened twice, you guys. One was the garage door and one was my car not starting, but the garage door just wouldn't open and because our power had went out. And I mean, I I was panicked. I did. I was like, I don't know what to do. I How do I lift this thing? And I couldn't find the lever to lift the garage door. And when I say I like leave to get right on time, I mean, I was like, I don't have a minute to spare. I don't have five minutes to find this, find this garage door opener and to manually open this garage. Like, how am I going to do this? And I called my mom. I was like, mom, I can't get out of the garage. I don't know what to do. Where's the lever? And she, you know, look for this, look for that. And then there's these locks at the bottom. And I was just kind of freaking out just a little bit and, and getting frustrated and getting annoyed and just overwhelmed. 
I did get out, you know, it literally maybe took five, 10 minutes max, but I was just, just like my whole day was thrown off. I was like, I'm going to be late for this class and I'm not going to be able to log in and it's going to count as a no show and da, 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 da. And I was just so frustrated and, and it really wasn't a big deal. I mean, it's a class and honestly, I don't even think they count the no shows against you, but it was just the idea of it, the principle of it. And I was so upset and just so frustrated. Um, but so Uh, And I just remember that feeling. Well, my mom recently had a situation that was very similar to that where she was heading to a doctor's appointment and her car didn't start. And so she calls me. She's like, hey, my car's not starting. I have a doctor's appointment, you know, in about 20, 30 minutes. Um, I'm not sure why, but, you know, I'm just letting you know. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to, you know, drive over there real quick. I don't live too far from mom, like maybe 10 minutes or so. And I said, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come over there. Um, my husband said, I can go over there. It, it might be the battery. I'll try to jump it. And I was like, okay, great. Um, so I'm, But now I'm panicked because I know that feeling. I recognize that feeling of when things don't go your way. And unexpectedly, you know, when things kind of pop up and, and mess things up. And so I was like, oh, my goodness, I'm going to go help. I need to go help. And, I, you know, I don't know that I can, but I'm, I'm feeling panicky at this point. And so I race over to mom's and... And I get there and she's, she's looking pretty chill. And I was like, okay, mom, I'm ready. I can take you to your appointment. You'll only be a few minutes late. Like, let's do this. And she's like, okay, let's do it. You know, let's, you know, I got in the car. Um, she wasn't rushing. I don't think she was taking her time, but she just seemed a lot calmer and (laughs) cool and collected more than I would have in the moment. And so I was like, okay, well, maybe she's not too worried. Maybe she called the doctors and let them know, you know, she'll be a few minutes late and it's okay. Because y'all, I do have a story in between that. I've, one time I showed up to a doctor's appointment 15 minutes late and it was because I had driven all the way. I had driven two hours from where I was going to college and my doctor's appointment was back home. So I drove that two hours back home and I was 15 minutes late, traffic, whatever. You know, I left right on time to get there and they canceled it. I got there and I was like, you all, I drove two hours to get here. I'm sorry I'm late. And they're like, we're sorry. You're 15 minutes late. We can't take you. Y'all, I was so hurt. I was so mad. I was like, are you serious? I don't know if doctors are still that serious because that was probably, oh man, over 10 years ago now, but I was so hurt. And I was like, are you serious? Because honestly, I could have checked in 20 minutes ago and the doctor wouldn't see me for another 30 minutes. So don't start that with me. But they, they refused to see me. Um, and I had to reschedule for like a couple months out. Y'all I was so mad, so mad. But anywho, so I, once again, I connected to like, you don't want to be late to your doctor's appointment, but mom was still pretty chill. So we get there. Um, I get her there. She goes in. She checks in fine. I like run in to make sure that they're not giving her any mess that I had gotten um, from a different doctor. It wasn't the same people. And she was just chill. She's like, okay. Well, throughout all this, I also had to take my cat to the um, to the vet. And this is why I say, you know, go ahead and grab the things you need. Because I thought about, you know, I'll drive back home, pick up the cat, and um, and then drop him off and pick up mom. You know, I was like, I can do this. And she was like, no, just bring your cat with you. That, you know, when you think about it, go ahead and take it with you. Save yourself that trip. And so he was with me in the car. And I was like, okay, mom, I can you know, maybe stay here with you. Um, but I don't, you know, doctor's visits are usually long. I can go quickly drop him off his appointment and come back in time. And she's like, yeah, go ahead and do that. And I was like, are you sure? She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like take him to his appointment. It'll probably be a while, you know? And so I go to his appointment, which is about 30 minutes away. So I go and I tell you what, not five minutes into his appointment. I don't even know. And I don't like five minutes into walking in for his appointment. I hadn't even checked in yet. My mom texts me and she was like, Hey, 
I've actually already seen the doctor. He saw me right away. Uh, we got everything figured out and worked out. It's all good. I'm ready to be picked up whenever you're ready. And I, once again, my heart sank because I was like, oh my goodness, I just got here. I haven't even checked in yet. I'm still 30 minutes away. So however long it takes for me to check in, there's that time. And then, you know, then I have to drive 30 minutes back to get mom. And so I just, I felt terrible because I was like, it's at least going to be 45 minutes before I see mom. And I'm sure she doesn't want to wait in the doctor's office that long in the waiting room. And I'm just like my anxiety because I was like, if I was her, I would be freaking out right now or I'd be upset like, man, like, ugh, I made the wrong decision. I should have just had her stay or I'd be beating myself up, you know, because I, I don't know, whatever reason, um, thinking I could have predicted it all or whatever. But she was just like, okay, you know, that's fine. Just let me know when you get here. And I was like, are you serious? Like, how can you be so calm and so chill and so full of grace for yourself, for me, for the situation, for all of it, and just be okay. And, 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 and it was a long time. Like I did not get checked in for, I mean, they didn't take my cat back for like another 30 minutes at least. And then, you know, after that I was like, mom, I'm I'm away. You know, she's like, okay, great. You know, just, yeah, I'll be here when you get here. It's fine. And so I drove and I got there and, you know, I anticipated like, is she going to be frazzled? Is she, is she going to be okay? And she was perfectly fine. Um, I pick her up, you know, I was like, did you wait in there the whole time? She's like, yeah, it was fine. Um, and she was just chill. And I took her back to the house. We figured out the car thing, you know, she needed a battery, all these things. But throughout the entire morning, mom just, she didn't crack. And if she did, I didn't see it, you know, and that really showed me something that some people have this amazing grace under pressure. And I was like, that's, man, I want to be like that. You you know, (laughs) I want to have that skill of some things are out of your control. You know, I, she didn't know that her car would not start that next morning, that she would be late, that, um, her doctor actually wouldn't take long. You know, she didn't know these things, but she went with the flow and she kept grace and she didn't blame anyone. She didn't blame herself because that's something that I know that I sometimes will do is I'll blame myself for things and be like, you should have known better. You know what? Um, one of the best things I heard, I think I read it somewhere, but it had said that, you know, um, you, you, you do the best you can with the knowledge that you have. Right. And you think back in the past, like, Oh, I wish I would have did it differently, but you didn't know then what you know now, right? So you you can't think that way because you don't know the outcome. You don't know that your doctor appointment wouldn't have taken as long. You you didn't know those things. You didn't know what you know now, but you did your best with the information you had at that point in time, with the knowledge that you had, with the character that you had, with who you were. You did the best you could then, and and so you you can that's all you can do. And so to kind of help with that future regret, do the best you can in every moment, you know, just kind of be the best person you can be with the information that you have and then let it go, you know, let grace take over from there, you know, let peace, let it, you can't control everything. So, you know, don't try, just control you and your, how you're going to do about it and how you're going to feel about it. Because guess what? If mom would have panicked the whole time, it wouldn't have changed a single thing. Right. Um, and so she, she taught me a lesson there and I just kind of wanted to share that with you all. Um, cause I just thought it was really awesome. And, um, and one last thing. So before I go into my music segment with dad, I'm gonna go ahead and touch on a music thing and then, um, let it rip with my dad, which you guys are going to love. But, um, 
So I was <laughs> in my car. You guys know as I frequently think uh, in my car. And I had um, something that made me think about the Phantom of the Opera. And uh, probably because I, you guys, you're going to have to hear about this trip that I just went on. <laughs> I think that'll be the next episode. Um, but um, this was before the trip. And I had thought about Phantom of the Opera and how I love the soundtrack. And so I was like, does anybody have a soundtrack that literally you can listen to the soundtrack and picture like the movie or picture everything that's going on just from that soundtrack? Like I, I really, really love the movie Phantom of the Opera. I love the opera. I love, I've seen it, um, a few times now. I love the, um, I love the music of it. I just love uh, like everything about it. It's so, it's so great. I just love the, the overture. You guys don't get me started because I can go to town on Phantom of the Opera. But what I really like about it is when I listen to the soundtrack in my car, it's almost like I'm watching the movie because I can picture like everything that's going on. I can picture how they're singing it. I can picture their costumes. I can picture their moving. And it's so much fun. I remember one time I went to go visit my grandma and she had lived about five hours away. And I listened to the Phantom of the Opera soundtrack maybe like three times in a row. But it kept me so entertained because it was almost like I was watching it. Like I could just picture it all in my head. I would sing along with all the, all the, um, songs and everything. Of course, I had my favorite ones and the ones that I would skip over. But honestly, I just was throwing it out there. I didn't know if you guys, if there was a soundtrack that like does it for you, that you can, you can sing all the lyrics, you can sing all the words, you can picture everything in your head, all the music, all the, everything that's happening in the movie. (laughs) That's just kind of, I don't know, just a fun thing. And so I wanted to throw that out there and throw it out there to see what kind of maybe soundtracks or music you guys like to listen to. But like I said, I'm definitely going to have to touch on my Phantom of the Opera experiences um, in this next episode, especially when I go over a lot more awesome and fun things that's happened in the last couple of weeks. But I do want to uh, go ahead and um, jump into the the official music segment of this episode um, is... Um, is with my dad and we are covering, you know, Christian artists, ranking them, um, the top 30 Christian artists from the 90s, 2000s and 2010s. So I am so excited to bring that to you. Uh, once again, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for all the support that you've given, um, for the podcast and for my dad's episode and my mom's episode. I mean, you guys blew my mind on that. So thank you all so much. And, um, I hope you enjoy this next music segment with my dad. Okay, so I'm back with Dad. We're here for a special music segment. This is special because um, my dad loves to rank things, and I think it's one of his <laughs> just just his hobbies, a habit, something he likes to do. And a, a long time ago, Dad created a list of your top. Is it twenty, twenty or twenty-five? Uh, it's top twenty, but then there's like five more that probably may may change but yeah it's so all all together be top 25 top 25 or really top 30 okay possibly top 30 and i want to kind of give a caveat to this that so most of these christian artists so the the title of dad's uh list here is top to rank christian groups or individuals in order from, from the history of christian music but i have to say dad that this is probably from the history of music like 2000s and back because I don't know that you have any new artists on here from like 2010s and above. So this is for kind of the OGs um, who've been around um, probably what, 80s, 90s, early 2000s is kind of this list, I would say. 
Oh, yeah. All right. So if there's a new artist that like just came out or came out in the last 10 years or so, you probably won't see them on this list. Um, But for us OGs who were listening to Christian music back in the day, (laughs) at least in the 90s, 2000s, and even before then, you're going to recognize some of these. So, okay, Dad, whenever you're ready, you can go ahead and if you can, however you want to start, if you want to start from the bottom and go up, um... And, and you have your reasons, and, and we'll go through it and see what we think. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, do you want to start from the bottom and go, like start from 30 and then go up to number one? Or would you want to start from number one and go down to 30? Uh, let's start from the bottom and go up. Leave, leave your, num- your number one as a surprise. Oh, me. Okay. And I'll let you know if I agree. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, this is just strictly opinion. Uh, right. This is not, there's no research behind this. <laughs> there's no scientific study. This is all anecdotal. This is just, uh, you know, me just all of a sudden coming up with a a list of, of Christian groups and artists that, you know, I think are starting from, I guess, all the way down from the, the 30th person all the way up to, the I think, the number one Christian artist. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as far as as far as music is concerned, and so thirty, I actually had uh, as a sort of a small exercise, and because I just have the the number of blanks in number thirty, and I can't count all those at the moment. But it was the mystery person for number thirty. Um, we had a little game that we played when I first went over this list, um, but number thirty uh, actually is. Uh, Rebecca St. James. Okay. I remember her. And she's the sister uh, of for King and Country, right? That's correct. Okay. Okay. That's my connection. Okay. And yeah, for King Country, yeah, they're awesome. Um uh but I had her as an exercise. She's number thirty. Number twenty nine was Natalie Grant. Mm-hmm. And and I usually offer uh, also a reason why I ranked them this way. Mm-hmm. And the reason I ranked her at 29th was she has a great soprano voice. That she does. I would agree with that statement. Mm-hmm. Number 28 was 10th Avenue North. <laughs> and... You'd be surprised, um, you know, how many good songs they have. What they have songs made. have they? I know their their band name. Yeah, but I can't think of any songs off the top of my head. Um, let me see. Give me a moment. Let me see if Tenth Avenue North. Tenth Avenue and you, North. And your reasoning you have is because they're underrated. Yeah. Underrated. Um, I I did write down a couple of the songs that they sang, and one was called I'm Worn. Another was uh, You Are More Than the Sum of Your Past Mistakes, and I don't know if that's the title. I remember of the song. that song. Uh, yeah, I think that's the words in the oh, song. Oh, that's the words in the title. <laughs> but yeah. I'm sure it's a different title, but those are some of the words. And um, and then I have this hope, and uh, and again that might not be the title of the song. But it says, I have this hole <laughs> in the midst of, I don't know. But I think I know what you're talking about. And, um, you know, and, and those were just, just, just some of the songs that they had. So they got a plethora of songs out that are good songs. 
and but you but you you don't hear them getting the hype that yeah. that uh, I think they deserve. So, but I have them listed as twenty eight. Okay, now let me get back to where's my list here. Da, da, da. Yeah, it should be. <laughs> Where'd it go? There we go. Oh, yeah. Okay, number 27 mm-hmm. was Jeremy Camp. And, you know, there are probably some that would probably rank him a little higher. But if you look at my reasoning, I think uh, I think it fits him well. What do, what do I have down there for a reason? You have his most meaningful song. He has the most meaningful songs. I can see that, though. You can? I can, yeah. Um, I know he was popping there for a little while. I remember all the girls were like, Jeremy Camp, you know, for for a little yeah. while. Um, and I think he went through stuff with his wife, was it? Yeah, his wife yeah, passed away. so yeah. I know he yeah. probably and could write some good stuff from there. Yeah, but if you really listen to his lyrics, they are, I mean, they're, they have meaning. They have, they have, yeah. A lot of them have real deep meanings. And so um, that's the reason I have him, you know, ranked 27. Now, 26, probably a surprise, Matthew West. Mm-hmm. And what reason do I have that? You had powerful surge the last couple of years. And, 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 of course, this list came out about five years ago. I made this list about, well, six years ago now. But at that time, Matthew West had really came out powerful. And I forget the name of the couple of songs that he came he out with. He has some good ones. But yeah, yeah he so he had a good surge there. And then number 25. Um, <laughs> now these are they, this group been around for a while. They have, and that's the Newsboys. And what reason? Good. Oh, I don't know. I can't read what you wrote. Something time. Good for a long time. Good for a long time. Okay, good for a long time. Which I can see that because see they've that. been around forever, and I still like some of their songs. Like yeah. I've, I've listened to a couple of them. They they had a good little stint, I think, in uh, in the twenty tens. I yeah, feel like I listened they, to still their around. Stop, stuff was kind of popping then, too. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, that Michael Tate, I think, you know, is that the name? That yeah, I think Michael he's Tate. the, yeah, he's yeah. the newest one. Um, yeah, he's he's still making good songs. Then number 24 is, is I think, this is one of your favorites. Need to Breathe. Ah, mm-hmm. And the reason? Love that down-home style. <laughs> now, look, so here's where... I'm starting to get opinionated because I almost feel like Newsboys should go above Need to Breathe. I do like Need to Breathe. I do like their... Like the blah, you know, like like sound. Daddy was a preacher. Yeah, exactly. She was his wife. Oh, man. So I do like that. They have the more unique sound. Um, yeah, just sit on the back porch with your yeah, guitar. with the and, guitar, yeah. yeah, on the back porch. Um, I don't know. I was talking about Bob Newsboys, but that, they're good. We, that's fine. We, yeah, we can keep yeah, going. Yeah, that's fine. Like they I said, do have a down-home a, style. It's just opinion. Mm-hmm. At 22, and a, a lot 20, of people disagree with you're this. You're 23. Oh, I'm, t- I'm sorry, yeah. 23. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, unspoken. <laughs> what? Did you do that on purpose? I wish I did. That would have been nice. <laughs> so I'm laughing because dad's reason for them is the most overlooked. <laughs> and I'm like, you just overlooked them. There you go. That's funny. Okay. Yeah. And he has, they're unspoken. The group unspoken. And, and I mean, when if you really listen to unspoken, they, they're very talented. Uh, a lot of talent. 
And that last hit that they had, um, I think is, oh my goodness. And it, I think it, it was number one um, on a lot of Christian radios for a while. Which and, one? Um, and it, uh, what is it? Uh, was it uh, Reason? Reason, yeah, Reason. Okay. Um, yeah, his love is the reason. Okay, uh, yeah, is that a, na, na? yeah, that one was on the radio for a while. I mean, and that's number one. Yeah, you know, especially on the on the radio station I was listening to. Um, but so they're overlooked. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. The number twenty-two. Mm-hmm. Toby Mac. Toby Mac. <laughs> and the reason he should almost be a little bit higher. I feel like, but we'll see. Um, you said living legend, which that's, I mean, he is though. Yeah. He's know? again, pushing 60. I think he's, he's, and he's getting older. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. He'll be 60. Uh, 50. Okay. I think, I know I mean, he's maybe. in his 50s. He might be in his 50s. He's in his 50s. I oh, know man. he's in his well, 50s. Then, yeah. And he's still, still, still makes good, great relevant stories. stuff yes. that people still listen to. This is years later. Y- yes. Like he, he originally, what, 90s? In the 90s, he started with, with DC, DC talk. talk. Yeah. yeah. But he's yeah. still around. Go ahead, Toby. All right, number 21. Lauren Daigle. And again, when you look back in 2017, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you look at my reason. Killed it last year. <laughs> yes, I she mean, it. she had her she had her good 15 minutes of fame. She did. She yeah. had How Can It Be? And what's the first? Oh, uh, You Say. Uh, you you Say. Of, yeah, yeah, You Say. Um, oh, she had, oh, but a lot of people, and, and, there's only one song that she made I think is better than this one because the first time I ever heard her was when she sang the song first. First, mm-hmm. Uh, I think maybe there's only one other song that she sang and tops that one. I mean, when you listen to first, in fact, just listen to first just last last week, and and I was like, man, that song is cool. It's good, You're like it's still good. <laughs> as, as you can see, God forgot to you know give me any lungs, but anyhow. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, she, and she killed it then. I mean, you know, yeah, she's beginning to fade a little bit, but I think she's still kind of going strong. Mm -hmm. Um, now getting into the top 20 now, this is because those were just like just a kind of a recreation, um, (laughs) groups and and singers. Now, when you, when you read this top 20, uh, you, you might not recognize some of them, but these, these folks were really hot back in their day. Okay. Um, and of course, everyone knows these two here. Not everyone, but mm-hmm. if you have any, if you if you was back in the day, any time from the like the eighties on up, you would love these two. And I, I put them as a draw. <laughs> uh, both of them like at number twenty, and that's Shirley Caesar and Cece Winans. Mm-hmm. But see, Cece has had a comeback lately. Yeah. I yeah. mean, at church we've sang like three of her songs in the last year, mm-hmm. and she. Once she um, made, or I guess, I don't know if she made it. She might have covered it, but Goodness of God and Believe for It and mm-hmm. Never Lost All Her Covers and, and her original stuff. She's been popping lately. She has. So she definitely was past Shirley Caesar in that sense. But mm-hmm. Shirley Caesar was a like a... a but Shirley Caesar is a, a, like a staple. Staple, yeah. Like, she is legendary. In legendary, right. yeah. Yeah. So I just I so I couldn't put one of them above the other, so I just put them both at twenty. Mm-hmm. Then number nineteen, you Southern gospel people would love it. <laughs> the Kingsmen. The Kingsmen. I don't even know. Who don't those even know are. who they are. <laughs> oh well. Anyhow. <laughs> well, but look at what I got for a reason. 
greatest southern gospel and the old singers. timers yeah they would come <laughs> up and shake my hand hug my neck all those old timers yeah, yes they would yeah because they like that one yeah because that's the greatest uh southern gospel there and then number 18 brian duncan reason <laughs> perfect for road trips if, if you're if you're on the road man you can listen to him like you can you can you can drive for eight hours but and it wouldn't me. seem like eight hours listen if you had brian duncan yeah. you know songs on there now like, he's the one who did he did blue skies right that's right yeah, yeah. okay and then yes i can right uh, yes yeah 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 yeah. So yeah. Then, yeah yeah those are good road trip songs and then number 17 People have forgotten them because they're they've faded now. But yeah. uh, you know, but like I said, this was this list was given six years ago, and plus, um, of course, these artists are you know kind of older, and that's new song. New song, I remember them. Yeah, you were younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, um, but look at that reason though. Mm-hmm. Greatest harmony for. Brass, percussion, strings, and voice. Voice. Oh, yeah. Yep. They put it all together. Brass. Yes. Yeah, they got funny. all the instruments and voices. All the, they're the they're greatest for that. And, and actually, that's that's a gift. Um, all right, number 16. I don't know who Steve Green is. Steve Green, uh, you know, he was very versatile. Um, again, he was more popular in the 80s and 90s. Um you know, it, you since you don't know him, you know, again, he's somewhat of a legend. Um, and look at the reason, though. Great singer. <laughs> great for the kids. Great for there the kids. Go. <laughs> if you can minister to children, you're great regardless. <laughs> then number 15. Okay. Now we, we get so more So casting crowns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and look at the reason why they're I 15 see that. overshadowed by mercy me but more good songs <laughs> and see because i i like mercy me more than casting crown no me too i mean but crash and crowns have great songs they like do. their songs their their words are really meaningful as well they are they have some good they have good meaningful, meaningful songs. songs um right and, they, and they're yeah and so <laughs> notice i put them ahead of jeremy camp but mm-hmm. they, yeah, but mercy me, but they, just, are. they are overshadowed by mercy. They me. are overshadowed by mercy me. Okay, Crystal Lewis, number fourteen. Reason? Most soulful white singer. <laughs> no race, <laughs> no race intended. Yes, but she is. But she is. Crystal yes, Lewis yes. does have a soulful voice. Mm-hmm. She was on the song with Kirk Franklin, "Lean on Me." If y'all haven't heard it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go listen to it. But if you if you listen to music at all in the nineties and two thousands, then you know oh, yeah. Lean on Me. And yeah, Crystal was on that one. Great song. Mm-hmm. Number thirteen. For King and Country. <laughs> and the reason? Because you may never get tired of them. They have a uniqueness. They do. That they do. It's just unmatchable. That it's just timeless. You can you can you can listen to like 20 songs of them back to back and it won't it, it won't even sound the same i mean you know right. it, it, you won't it won't be nothing redundant but it would be you can see that's their style but it's still them it's them yeah. but you can just listen and you, you just you just won't get tired of it. right you it's know? unique to them but, and they have a lot they have a lot of good catchy songs good upbeat songs i think that's kind of their their niche 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 mm-hmm. niche 
is those kind of upbeat, good songs, because they've got a lot of good ones. You know, and, and the first time I ever heard them, I think it was back in, uh, I guess it was 2011 or something, like when they had Fix My Eyes. Fix My Eyes. Uh, on yes, you. Good on one. you. <laughs> yeah. I, I like you know. Fix My Eyes. I liked the, uh, the, I think their like breakout song, the one where everybody went crazy over was the um, Love One. Let. Like, let my life be the truth, the truth. And then they said let the scripture my... in, the, in like the middle of it or the beginning of it, mm-hmm. if I speak with the words of angels or something. And then they went into, I think that was like their big breakout song. And then, but they kept it up because they still had good ones even after that. And I can't for the life of me, how you don't like the best song they ever sung. I mean, you like it, but mm-hmm. you don't like it a lot. I bet you I know which one you're talking about. Which one? I guess. Is it the uh, for, Forgive Me one? No. What, well, well, then which one is it? I probably like it. That's the only one that I'm like, what in the world? I mean, not in like a bad way, but. Um, it's the, uh, um, how'd it go? Mirror, mirror, mirror on the oh, wall. Oh, I see you dressed in Oh, white. yeah. Yeah, that's just not my favorite song of theirs. It's that's, okay. That's I know. their best It really, I think song. they have a whole movie actually based off that song. It's a, Yeah, it's okay to me. I <laughs> <laughs> see you don't, you, you don't know good songs. <laughs> that's the best one they ever made. That's not the best one. Yes, one. that's the that best one. song they ever made. <laughs> I see you dressed in white. Yeah. Every wrong Priceless. 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 Yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. It's fine. That's their best. <laughs> that's the best song they ever made. It's a good one. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Number where we at? Twelve. Uh, haha. Stephen Curtis Chapman. Mm-hmm. See, mm-hmm. you, you. It's still. It's going to be hard to argue with all of these. Yeah, yeah, and he's that. He's, yeah, Stephen Curtis Chapman. He's still got it. And the reason? Or, you know, ma- magnificent at times. <laughs> <laughs> Not all the time, but when he is on it, he's oh, on. he's magnificent. Uh, yeah, he had some good hits. Uh, good and of course, you know, you know, Paris always, you know, preaches it. What is it? What is it? Uh, mag- my magnificent, magnificent obsession. obsession. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's Steve Curtis Chapman. Yeah. Then number eleven. Now this is funny, Dad. Chris Rice, <laughs> best unique songs. Yeah, Chris Rice. Um, you, you know you. Christendom is that what you saying? Best unique songs on in Christian. Uh, in Christian. In Christian. Oh, okay, I was yeah. like, what is that word? Uh, Chris Rice. He, I mean, Dad, I don't know that you can put him above, like for King and Country or Casting Crowns. Uh, I'm, you're gonna have to stick him down a little bit. Like, yes, he has some unique songs that were fun. But you, do you but, remember the cartoon songs? I do. I I do remember the cartoon songs. There song. is no song better than I'm smelling <laughs> coffee, birds are singing just outside. Yes. Unique, very unique. Now King and Country got unique song, but you can't but you, beat those. But yes, they beat those. They beat. <laughs> they beat those. I mean, those are good. They are. They're funny. They're fun. Yeah. Um, but you gotta stick him down some. Uh, okay. Well, I'm, put him. Okay. After casting crowns. Yeah, move I, everybody else up and stick I can go along with that. Yeah, I can okay. go along with that. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then number ten, we're getting into the top ten now. Oh boy! All righty, <laughs> this is going to be a little harder to argue with these. <laughs> number ten, mm-hmm. Rich Mullins, and the reason. You said probably the most talented. 
Now, just I'm going to just give you one song, and you're going to agree. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think how it goes. Oh, okay. I was thinking how he's like, I, but I don't know the song. He's the most talented, but I don't know the song. Um, the Lord wasn't joking when he kicked him out of Eden. Uh, our God is an God awesome God. God. Okay. That song alone does it. Did he <laughs> write that it. song? Is he the original? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Rich Mullins, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Well, yes, then yes. that was a good one. And, and that's it. That's, that's song, all he needed was that's that all, one that's song. All, that song alone put him in the top ten. The, I remember. I think every Christian knows that song. So, yeah, we'll have to stick him up there. All right. And then okay. num- the number nine. Let's see. You have the Gaithers, the greatest family affair in Christian Okay. You have to go with that. Okay. Number eight. Yep. Larnell Harris. Again, great in the 90s. Mm-hmm. You know, not so mm-hmm. much after that, but through the 90s, the late 80s and 90s, he was the number one male vocalist uh, for many years. Yeah. Yeah, I know his name. Okay. And then number, number seven. Number seven. My peeps. Mercy, <laughs> mercy <laughs> me. <laughs> yes. Mercy me is just awesome. But what, what reason do I have? You have greatest writing for the greatest lead singer. Gotta, yeah. Got to go with that. Yeah. Man. You can't argue with that at I all. I mean, they have they have some great songs. Great songs. They have some really good ones. Great um, ones. Yeah. That are just good. Just good to listen to. Mm-hmm. Word of God speak. Come on, somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's my jam, <laughs> is Word of God Speak. Word of God Speak, speak yes. Um, and then I just, my last music segment, maybe two ago, I did Finally Home. Finally I mean, you home. know, you get some of those. Yeah. And then, of course, I can only imagine. I mean, that's everybody's that's, favorite. Yeah. That's not my favorite, but everybody <laughs> loves it, so we'll give it to them. Yeah, they I, made a movie and everything, yeah. and it's fine. It was, no, it was yeah. a great movie, but... And that that song, yeah, that I guess that was I guess what everybody would say their best song was. Yeah, you know, I can only people imagine. would say. I mean, lyrically wise, it was great. The idea of it was great. Yeah. Like I don't, you know, um, I don't you know. I like their other songs too, but yeah. Yeah, but and a lot of them are just they're just great. They're nice and catchy and just. They great. are. Yeah. I like his voice. So, but so who in the world could be better than Mercy well, Me? Let's see that. <laughs> it's gonna get hard to argue with these. Okay. So yeah. number six. Okay. Carmen. <laughs> oh, there's not a teenager in, 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 19, in, the, ni- in the 1990s that would disagree. <laughs> a teenager, a young, a young preteen. Yes. yes, we did love Carmen back in the day. And uh, But look at the reason also. Yes, you wrote the best diversified blend in Christendom. Carmen can sing in any venue you want. <laughs> he can he he can sing in uh, well, uh, you know, contemporary. Mm-hmm. He can rap. He did. He did, <laughs> he can, he did do his rapping. <laughs> he can sing rhythm and blues. I. Mm-hmm. He can sound country. <laughs> yeah. You you Carmen had the whole package, and the biggest thing of all, a lot of people overlook at it. He can entertain kids. He could. That's I, yeah, he, huge. He did. He he kept kids entertained and interested. So that's huge. That is big. That is big. Go Carmen. He's legendary too. All right, number five. Now in the top five. I don't even know the number five person. James Cleveland. Well, he's uh-huh. been dead now for twenty some years, I think. Okay. Uh, uh, he's known as the Reverend. Mm-hmm. 
and um, and he's definitely a legend. Um, and you know, more or less, he he would more find him in, of course, among the uh, African American culture, but uh, but still, you know, I mm -hmm. think he was world definitely known worldwide. Yeah. Well, so he's be the, in the top five. Then number four, you can't argue with it. <laughs> you just, you can't argue with it. Okay. Michael W. Smith. I would agree. And reason? Most consistent chart topper. Well, that'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Michael yeah. W. Smith. He's a, he's just a name in Christianity. Music. You know him. Yep. He's been that Michael way w. for Smith. about four decades. Yeah, three or four <laughs> for decades. For a long time. Yeah. 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 And he's got good stuff. Yeah. Um, he does. Who do, you're missing somebody on this list. I just thought about that. I'm probably missing several people. Who's Michael W. Who's the guy who kind of has a softer voice, plays with the piano a lot? Like his voice in the piano. He's got an M name. It begins with an M. That's why I'm thinking of it, like Michael W. Smith. But it's like a, you know what I'm talking about? He plays with the piano and he has a softer voice, but he has got a ton of songs. Something like a Michael W. Smith? Yeah. But I can't think of his name. If he comes with an M. We're, I can't. I can't. I'm going to have to think about it. I'm going to have to. Who's the guy who sings, unless this is Michael W. Smith, who's the guy who sings, uh, maybe it's Michael W. Smith, looking for a reason. Roman Michael Smith. W. Smith. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> My bad, my bad. Okay, so that's who I was thinking of. Because so, I think, that, no, but he's the, is he, no, but there's somebody else. There's somebody else I'm thinking of who, who. Well, that was Michael W. That Smith. That one was Michael somebody. W. Smith. Yeah. That was a good Looking one. Looking for a reason. That's Michael W. Smith. My yeah. place in this one. Yeah. But there's somebody, maybe there's somebody, maybe it's Michael, I'm going to have to come back to that. I feel like there's somebody else, but yes, Michael W. Smith. Very good. Okay. Okay, number three. Mm-hmm. Of course. Sandy Patty. Now, I think you know, and and I, I heard, um, you know, Wally on the radio the other day. Um, uh, you know, I and yeah, because Patty, you know, Sandy Patty, you know, she's she's of course, I, I guess she's still singing, but it just doesn't have the same height that she had uh, back in the nineties. And, the, and then I think some in the 80s as well. Mm -hmm. um, let me see. I'm trying to find. Uh, she was. Um, I remember her name from when I was younger. Um, I don't know that I would know a lot of her songs, I guess. But I do know her name. So I know she was pretty popular, at least kind of back in the day. You can't play any music on there. It'll get copyrighted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I'll, I'll show that to you later. Okay, <laughs> because you, if yeah, okay, because yeah. That, what song true. was it? It was it was a Sandy Patty. <laughs> well, well I mean the name of the song. Well, it was um, it was a segment on the Wally Show. Uh, well, like maybe my dad is, but it was a segment where you know they was doing like I think flashback. Friday or something mm -hmm. like that and they had like songs from back in the 90s 
um, that they had three songs back in the 90s and they would let callers call in. And when the callers call in, they would pick the best one that they want. And of course, you know, between, I forget who the other two artists were, um, because, you know, each one of them had picked an artist back in that day. And of course, the, the artist that called in picked Sandy Patty. So, you know, <laughs> so. Sandy um, Patty. Yeah. And uh, look at the reason. Sweetest, most charming voice in Christian music. Period. <laughs> Period. Period. Okay. All right. Is there a voice sweeter and more charming than Sandy Patty's? I mean, other than yours. But I mean, well, thanks, Dad. <laughs> thanks. Than, yeah. um, but if you really listen to her voice, uh, it'll just mesmerize you. Okay. So she, then number two. Number two. You can't argue with no. it. No. Kirk Franklin. Mm-hmm. And the reason. He said revolutionized Christian music, which he did. Um, For those of you who think gospel music has gone too far. <laughs> GP. Yes. So, yeah, so. yes. Uh, yeah, Kurt Franklin. I mean, Kurt Franklin and the family. Yeah. Uh, even like his first album, his second album. Fire. And like all the songs, the things with like his first few albums, like all but maybe one song was amazing. Not just good. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Um, yep. Good. Yeah. Hard to argue Solid. with it. But goodness, now you're down to number one. To the number one Christian artist in order from the history of Christian music. So who is number one? <laughs> Go ahead, Dad. <laughs> well, <laughs> say it with your voice. Oh well, no, well, I was gonna let you reveal, the, reveal your, the your number, number one. one, but I mean, I can't reveal yeah. your number one. No, I. Well, uh, and again, you know, you can argue, and again, this is just an opinion, but. Um, it's got to be, it have to be the queen of gospel, <laughs> Mahalia Jackson. I see your reason. Voice shatters glass. The queen of gospel. Did you ever know? Did you, I, I think it was, they had some commercial or something that where they used her voice. That Did they? Yeah, that <laughs> shattered glass or something like that. That's so, funny. So there you yeah, have it. Miss Jackson, which I, everybody's heard of her too. I mean, I don't know that I know a lot of her songs. But mm-hmm. I do know her name. Yeah. And and she know. was like way before your time. So Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're still hearing about it and if you still know it, even yeah. if, before your time. So there's your top 30 Christian artists in history. In the From history like of the 2000s pack. Because you almost uh, yeah. have to update. I mean, it's kind of hard yeah, to include. Yeah, I, I don't new have no people. clue who, who was before I know. them. <laughs> well, you said before them. No, well, like it's hard to include newer people too because they have to stand the test of time a little bit. Um, but there's still some good peeps, and it's almost because we're almost in a different era too of Christian music as far as like we've got at least in like the 2010s we have a lot of the like the Hillsong and the Elevation Worship and um, the just what's the other big all the big groups um but you all like we have to start thinking about like maverick city i don't know if you've gotten into maverick city but they started popping off a couple years ago um my i like brandon lake he's been my dude lately (laughs) um i like his stuff so there's some newer artists too but for our 
2000s and back. It's a pretty solid list. Pretty solid. For like my childhood and high school yeah. time frame. Yeah, now if you made a new list in five years or so, yeah, Hillsong Worship will definitely probably be in, in up yeah, in the top. Um, of course, with well, just one song, you know, um, Oceans. Oceans, <laughs> you know, yeah. That, good. That's timeless, yeah. That took over yeah. for a while. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, yeah, so that's our <laughs> our music segment. We did a, a lengthy music segment. If you have um, anyone who you think should be on that list, um, I'll try to, um, I'll, I'll make a comment on Instagram and you can, um, or I'll put a post on there and you can leave a comment or if you agree or have any shout outs, feel free to leave anything like that. But that's our music segment for this time. Anything else you want to add to our music stuff, Dad? Any honorable mentions or anything like that? <laughs> No, I'm no, no honorable <laughs> mentions. I have to throw out some honorable mentions. I got to throw out like Tam LeMann, Tasha Cobbs. Um, <laughs> Excuse me. And I think that, that'll be it for now. There's a lot of good ones out there, though. But yeah, if you um, have some honorable mentions, feel free to add them. Um, I, 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 unless you're, you know, if you're talking about new artists, um, Definitely not up on all the new ones out there. Yeah. Um, it takes me a little while, too. Yeah. I don't listen to the radio as much. But I yeah. think even the radio plays older artists, though, sometimes. Oh, I yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I have to get on with my music. But anyway, all right. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for joining me for the music segment, Dad. <laughs> I don't know how you get me to do these. <laughs> somehow. <laughs> You're funny. It's because you love me. Oh, mm-hmm, that's why. Yeah, but well, all right. I'll, I'll take a million dollars. I mean, Dad. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Thank you for joining us. That was our music segment. Till next time. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Hey guys, once again, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Uh, it was a blast having that music segment with Dad. I hope you all enjoyed it as much as I did. I love having conversations with Dad, period, right? But it's so much fun when I get a chance to share them with you guys on the podcast. So thank you, Dad, for coming on, and thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you all have an amazing next couple of weeks. This next episode, I plan to talk about my uh, recent trip to the UK. Whoop, whoop. So that one should be pretty fun. So keep an eye out for that. And I will see you guys in a couple weeks.